You're listening to Compassion Church Dixon Podcast. I'm grateful to be here and, and getting to serve Pastor Jamie, one of, one of my really good friends, and I'm just honored to be here. Starting a new sermon series today called Forgiveness University. Have you ever struggled with forgiving people? Yeah, yeah, some of us struggle with forgiving people. Have you ever had, had problems forgiving people that hurt you in your past, right? Any of you ever had problems forgiving people you've never met? Sandra's like, yeah, you know, I got to tell you a little story, Sandra. Sandra, the first time I really met Sandra, she's like, no, please don't. It's happening, girl. It's going because I love you and, and, I, and I forgive you, right? So I'm, I'm here, and actually me and Amy are in from Missouri on a Sunday night dream team night, and Pastor Jamie's telling people that I'm, I'm taking the executive pastor position here. And, and, and so we're, we, we finished that, and we're out there like eating snacks. Imagine that, I'm eating snacks. It was good. But she walks up to me, and Amy, she grabs Amy by the arm and, or grabs me, and she says, hey, I, I got to talk to you a minute. I'm like, okay. I, I've seen her around. She's always smiling. Like, she's always smiling. And so I'm like, man, we just got to pray for her or something. And she looks at me, and she looks at Amy, and she says, I don't know why, but I don't like you. And I said, what did I do? And she said, nothing. And I'm like, please forgive me. And she says, that's why I'm talking to you. Because I need to forgive you, and I don't even know why. But it was the funniest story. But here's the thing. You know what I love about that? How transparent she was. If we could walk in that transparency, you know how much better off we'd be? She came and she said, I don't know you, but I don't like you. She did it respectfully. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm adding on to the story, aren't I? Yeah. But no, it, it's, it's, forgiveness is difficult. So as we start this series, here's what I, what I don't want you to do today. We're going to laugh a little bit. We're going to have fun with it. But I don't want you to think that, that we're taking it lightly because forgiveness is, is not easy. Right? It's not easy. Let me tell you a few things about forgiveness before we even get started. Forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation all the time. You know that? It, it doesn't even mean forgetting. Whoa, what? I mean, Pat, you said if, if I forgive, I don't have to forget. Hang on. I'll, I'll take you through it. But forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean you forget it. It just means you remember it differently. And I'll explain that later. But forgiveness is hard. Forgiveness hurts. Have you ever tried to forgive somebody and it, it hurt your heart, anybody else? It, it's heavy, right? It's difficult to, to forgive people that, that have hurt us. It's just, it's hard. But we can do it. Too many times we're walking around with unforgiveness in our hearts, which sets into bitterness, which leads to, to hatred, which, which all these things are so unhealthy. And the Bible tells us that we, we have to forgive. Jesus said that, that if you forgive or my Father won't forgive you, right? But it's difficult. Some of you have things in your past that you've had to go through that you didn't deserve. It's not fair. Forgiveness is not fair. Not the most popular thing to say, but forgiveness is not fair. If it was fair, Jesus wouldn't have died for my sins on a cross. It's not about fairness. It's about grace. It's about a grace that sometimes we can't find in our hearts, right? 
We, 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 we can't do it on our own, right? You, you've heard, all, all, we, we talk about it, right? You can't do it on your own, just give it to God. But sometimes we don't explain how to do that, right? Well, pastor said to give it to God, but I just don't know how to give it, right? Have you ever felt that way in church? I've been the pastor preaching, just give it to God and it'll be okay. And, and you know you, people leave and they're like, how do I give it to God? How do I let go? So we're going to talk about that today and talk about what forgiveness is and talk about what, what it means to us. Let me just give you the definition of, of forgiveness. And this is just literally Webster's Dictionary. To cease to feel resentment against. To grant relief from payment. So in other words, you're, you're just, you, you choose to not resent anymore. Can we just get that simple? You choose to not resent. You, you make a choice in the matter. That's what forgiveness is. We're going to talk about that. Peter has trouble with forgiveness in the Bible. I, I love this in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21. It says, then Peter came to Jesus and he said, Lord, how many times may my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And then he says this, up to seven times? Because that's plenty, right? Lord, I mean, how, how often do I have to forgive my brother? But seven times is enough. So if I forgive him seven times, I don't have to forgive him anymore. Have you ever had that conversation with Jesus? I don't want to forgive him. Jesus, do I really have to? Because they keep doing this over and over and over. Have you ever had that happen? Somebody continues to hurt you over and over and over, right? And then Jesus says this. Listen to Jesus' response. Therefore, no, Jesus said to him, I tell you not seven times, but 70 times seven. Everybody say 70 times seven. That's 490 times. Now, do not look at your spouse today and tell him you're on, you're on 469. Stop it, because that's not what Jesus was saying. What Jesus was saying was just you always forgive, no matter how many times it happens. 70 times 7 or even past that, you forgive. And then he goes on to tell this parable. Let me read it to you. I'll pray, and then we'll get into the message. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed, everybody say owed. Everybody, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Now, let me stop there. 10,000 bags of gold. When you read in, in the New King James, it talks about 10,000 talents. And a talent in that day was like $4,080 per talent. So when you take 4080 right, times 10000 you get about $40,800,000. 800, $40, so he owed him the equivalent of just less than $41 million. That's a lot of money, isn't it? He owes him that. And so the king looks at him. And since he was not able to pay, the master ordered and that he and his wife and his children and all that had been sold had to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. He says, be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. Everybody say canceled. It's just like Jesus canceled your debt. He canceled the debt. Now, I don't know about you, but if somebody owes me $41 million, James, they're going to have to pay me back, right? If I owed you $41 million, I'm, I'm going to probably be paying you back. The king said, your debt is paid. I forgive that debt. 
these bags kind of represent the 10,000 bags, right? Or they, they represent that today. And, 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 and what we're looking at is just bags of, of money per se or bags of debt that's owed to you. In this parable, what Jesus is saying is over $40 million. That's a lot of money to, to, to cancel a debt on. But you know what else he's saying? The sin I took on my back for you was a lot too. He just canceled it. He, did, he didn't say, hey, come back in three months and we'll make, make a payment plan, right? He didn't say, hey, you need to go to the, to the next banker and try to work something out because I'm going to have to have this. Or, 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 or if, if you don't pay this within 12 years, I'm, I'm, I'm taking everything you got. No, he said, your debt is paid. Canceled. Not owed for later. Not come back and talk to me again. It's, it's canceled. Some of you have some hurts from your past that you're still trying to collect payment on. The thing about today is it's, it's time to cancel the debt. I want to talk to you about how to do that. He, he goes on to say this. I, I, love, I, I love this story in, in Matthew 18. Matthew 18, it's all about people. If you read the, the, the whole chapter, it's all about people. It's about people that have, gone, have gotten away from God, people that don't know God, and then it, it's just all about people. But as he fell on his knees, he tells him to be patient. He begs him, takes pity on the servant. And in verse 28, but when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. Did you catch that? A hundred silver coins. He was just forgiven 10,000 bags of gold. So he goes out and he finds a servant who owes him a hundred silver coins. He grabs him and he begins to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and he begged him, be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged, and they went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. He said, you wicked servant, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all the, the debt was owed. In verse 35, it says, This is how my heavenly Father will treat you, treat each of you, unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. God, I thank you for your word. God, this is not an easy subject to talk about. It's, it's, it's difficult. It's a, it's a heavy subject. But God, with you, we can do anything. And God, I believe right now that through this word that you have for, for your church today, God, that you're going to begin to heal hearts of people in this room and watching online. God, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. How many of us are like that servant? We've been forgiven, right? Because we've all, uh, we've all done some wrong things, right? Any perfect people in the room? Good. I'm glad you didn't raise your hand. We've been forgiven, but yet we hold things against others. And we're just like that servant. We're like, please, God, forgive me. But the first time somebody wrongs us, 
they apologize, and I ain't forgiving them until they apologize. You ever said that before? I ain't got to forgive them, they ain't apologized. They're not sorry, so why should I forgive them? Because it's not about them, it's about you. The forgiveness is not about the person or what happened to you, it's, it's, it's about you. There's so many reasons we, we, don't, we don't forgive people because it's not fair. Have you ever said it's not fair? And I, don't, I shouldn't have to forgive somebody because it's not fair? It's not fair. It's hard. It, it, it's difficult. Let me just read through a few things that, that forgiveness is, right? Forgiveness is not. It's, it's not a free pass for the other person. Let's just get that straight, right? It's, it's too many times we don't want to forgive the other person because we're afraid they're getting a free pass. Again, it's not about them. It's about you. Forgiveness is difficult, but forgiveness is freedom. So much freedom in forgiveness. So many times we're holding things back and we're looking back at all of the dead, all the things that have been done to us, and, and, and we're trying to, to move forward, but we can't move forward because of everything that we're holding on to and everything that we're, we're carrying, things from our childhood. Some of you had things happen to you in your childhood. I'm not making light of that today. What I am saying is, the forgiveness is about you, not what happened. It's about you being free. It's about you allowing God to do something in you he's, he's not able to do until you forgive. That's what forgiveness is about. Sometimes we don't want to forgive because we can't forget it. Can I, can I, can I tell you this? You're, you're probably not going to forget it. But you can, with the help of Jesus, remember it differently. I've heard that statement, you got to forgive and forget. The reality is, is man, you're, you're probably not going to forget. But through forgiveness, a shift can take place, and you can begin to see what happened in a different realm, in a spiritual realm. See, that's what I want for you today, and we're going to talk about four different points, and I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to have to preach quick because it's already getting lunchtime, right? And we already talked. I like to eat, so... Anybody else ready to eat? Thank you for those three people. I can't forgive. But here's what you got to do to forgive. You got to know. Everybody say no. You got to know that forgiveness is not about you. It's about what God is going to do in you. Let me say that again. Forgiveness, you have to know this, that it's not about what happened to you. Right? It's not about the wrong that they did. It's not about the other person. It's not about the instance that it happened. It's about what God is going to do in you. So forgiveness, know this. Forgiveness is not about what happened to you. It's about what God is doing in you. So often we're so caught up in what happened, we can't see what God wants to do. Right? So often we're so caught up in, in how bad it hurt, we can't see where God is trying to take us. You got to know. You got to know that it's not about that person or what they did. You gotta know it's about what God wants to do. See, see, God wants to take something that was meant for evil and turn to what? Good. But if, you, if you're not able to forgive, you may never see the good God wants to bring out of it. You gotta see it differently. You have gotta have a shift in, in, in your thinking. Second thing you gotta do is you gotta surrender. Everybody say surrender. You gotta give your thoughts and your feelings over to God. The Bible tells us to cast your cares, cast your anxieties upon him. That word cast literally means to throw down. Some of you need to throw down some things today, right? 
It means to cast it away. You've got to surrender your thoughts because how you feel and what you think about the situation, if you live by that, you'll walk in unforgiveness. Because of how I feel and how it made me feel and, and, and the thoughts I have behind that, you've got to surrender those thoughts and feelings over to God. But surrender is a difficult thing. In other words, I've got to say, God, I, I, I'm trying here, Lord. This, this, is, this is what I've got to do, Lord. I, I know that what they did, it's, 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 it's not about that situation, but it's about what you want to do in me. And, and God, I need to surrender my thoughts and my feelings today because today I'm feeling a little angry about what happened. You've got to just tell God, I'm feeling angry, and I need you to shift my perspective of this, right? I need you to shift my thinking. God, I, I need you to, to, to take these thoughts and these feelings and, and let me begin to feel what you can do in me, not feel what happened to me. It's surrendering our thoughts and our feelings, and it's hard because it hurts. But the only way to heal is to go through the hurt. Because if you're going to heal, you're going to have to feel it, right? But you got to surrender. And then you got to choose. Everybody say choose. I got to choose to have a new view. I got to choose to look at it differently. Walk by faith, not by what? I can't walk by what it looks like. I gotta walk by what I feel like God wants to do with this situation. I, I've, I've gotta look at it in a different way. I've gotta change my view because if I change my view, I change my perspective and perspective is everything, right? What I perceive about the situation is what I believe about the situation. So what if I began to perceive something, right? So one, I know that, that it's not about what was done to me, but it's about what God is doing in, in me. Two, I surrender my thoughts and my feelings. Three, I choose to see it differently. I choose to look at it in a different tone. I choose to, to look and, and, and say, okay, maybe that did happen, but what can, can God do today? What can God do through this? I've got to have a different view of, of what's happened and what's gone on and what's taking place. So I've got to choose to have a new view. It's kind of like Jesus did in Luke 23, 34. He's, he's on the cross. And he says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. He changed his view. He's on a cross, and he's, he's watched this happen. He's felt the beatings that he's taken. He, he, he's, he, he's been in the moment. They've hit him. They've spit on him. They've whipped him. They've done everything that they can do. They, they've punished him. He, he's not even recognizable as a man, right? And he's hanging on that cross knowing what happened. He was there, but he chose to look at it differently. Father, they don't know what they're doing. See, the moment we stop battling flesh and blood, we begin to win a spiritual warfare. We've got to understand, it's, it's, it's not the person that did it to you. We're in a spiritual battle. And I've got to begin to see things differently. God, I've I got to forgive them. I, I, it hurts, God, and, and I'm struggling today, but God, I know they really don't know what they did. I know they really don't know. And some of you are thinking right now, yeah, they knew. Yeah, they knew because they kept on doing it, right? Ain't that what we think and what we say? They knew what they were doing. Your battle's not with a person. It's with the enemy. It's a spiritual battle. 
unforgiveness is set up. It's a spiritual battle. See, that's why we've got to know that it's not about what happened to us. It's about what God can do in us. That's why we've got to surrender how we feel and, and how we think about the situation because your natural fleshly feelings is what anger, right? Y'all want to cuss somebody, right? Stop acting all holy, the 10, 15 service, right? Some of y'all cussing on your way here. <laughs> and you're laughing. And the rest of you think you're too holy to laugh right now. You need forgiveness. But think about it for a minute. I've got to know. I've got to surrender those thoughts and those feelings. And then I've got to choose to see it differently. I've got to choose to, to try to look through it through my spiritual eyes, not my fleshly eyes. And lastly, you've got to do this. You've got to decide. Everybody say decide. I've got to decide to change my story. I've got to make a decision to change the story. I've got to make a decision to walk out of everything that's happened to me, everything that's owed to me. I'm not telling you somebody don't owe you something. I'm not telling you it wasn't wrong. I'm not telling you it was fair. Actually, it probably wasn't fair. Somebody probably does owe you, but I am telling you you're probably never going to get what you think you can out of it. The only way to get freedom out of it is to forgive. And you've got to decide to change your story. You've got to decide that you're not going to be the victim anymore. Right? How often have we walked around with the victim mentality? Well, they did this to me, and they've done that to me, and because of all of those things that happened to me, I can't do what God wants me to do. No, you can do what God wants you to do as soon as you decide to. It's a decision. It's deciding, right? It's making that decision to change your story and not allow the past to hold you back. And now it comes around to this one because it's the most difficult. What about when it's you that you have to forgive? So you know you can feel it in the room when you say something that hits home. See, the heaviest bag you'll ever pick up will be the one you created yourself. The funny thing is, it's typically not just one bag. It's all of it. Somewhere along the way, we've made mistakes. and Some of us are okay with forgiving other people. But when it comes to forgiving me, I don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. But it was for that very reason Jesus went to a cross. It was his love for us. You've got to decide to change your story. Some in the room today, you're, you're not where God wants you to be today, but it's not because of anything that's been done to you. It's because of things you've created yourself, and you hadn't let go of it. And when you decide to, to change your story, you decide to, to begin to, to let go of some of this, it's almost like you have a, a Joseph moment. Joseph in the Bible in Genesis chapter 50, and you'll read about who Joseph is. And Joseph was the, the, the kid that got the coat of many colors from his dad. He was the favorite child, right? Like his daddy loved him. And all of his brothers were jealous. Anybody else got jealous brothers and sisters in the room? Yeah. All of his brothers, they, they, they were jealous. They couldn't stand him. So his brothers take and they sell him off into slavery, right? They sold him into slavery. Can you imagine your brother selling you into slavery? Look, some of y'all are saying, yeah, they would do it. 
Some of you said, he did it. What are you talking about? And they sold him into slavery, literally sold him. And, and Joseph, the favorite child, right? Winds up in slavery, goes to work for Potiphar. Potiphar's wife accuses him, falsely accuses him for trying to, to have sex with her, falsely. He runs out of the house and he winds up in prison, right? He's in prison. Then all of a sudden he, he comes out of prison and begins to work for Pharaoh and he becomes a governor. But it all goes back to his brother selling him in slavery. And I love this story because Joseph takes his situation. He takes what's been done to him. And he sits in that jail cell and he says, I know that it's not about what they did to me. God, I surrender how I feel about it because I'm angry. But I choose to see it differently. I choose to, to, to not view it the way that I once did, God. I, I choose to view it as something you can do with it. And, and, and God, I'm, I'm deciding to change my story. So he begins to drop all the things that have happened to him. He makes a decision. Same decision some, some of you probably need to make today. It's, it's, it's what happened when I was a kid. And I hadn't been able to let go of it. But today, I gotta surrender my thoughts because it's holding me back. I gotta choose to see it differently. I gotta, I, I gotta choose to see maybe God can do something with this because I can't. And then I gotta decide to, to drop it because I'm changing my story. My marriage failed. They just wouldn't stop the abuse. I don't know how to let go of it because it hurts. It's painful. But God, today I surrender those feelings. I surrender the thoughts of what I, what I really want to you. I choose, God, to see that you can do something through this. And God, I decide to change my story. See, Joseph sat in that jail cell, arrested in prison. And he had a choice to either view it differently or stay in prison. But because he began to view it as something maybe God can do through it, he was able to change his story. What are you hanging on to today? Who's the person that hurt you? See, for some, maybe you're struggling in your marriage and you hadn't been able to forgive because he kept cheating. Or she kept cheating. Well, they've been abusive. I'm not telling you forgiveness is about reconciliation. I'm not going into that today. What I'm telling you is forgiveness is about you. 
And until you choose to, to view it differently, choose to see it in a different light, choose to see it from a, from, a, from a spiritual angle, maybe God can take what's been done to you and allow you to do something good for somebody else, right? You've got to view it that way. And then, then what you also got to do is, is once you begin to view it, you've got to decide to change your story. So instead of being the, the, the broken marriage, instead of being the, the, the housewife that couldn't, instead of being the husband that never could, right, today I'm the man and the woman that God called me to be, right? Because I'm viewing it in a different way. Because the reality is, is all of us in the room are dealing with some things like this. It's hard. It's difficult. The loss of a loved one. God, I don't know how to forgive you. God, how do I? I'm mad at you, God. How'd you take them from me? You gotta surrender those thoughts because God didn't take anybody from you. You gotta choose to view it differently. God sees, sees things we can't see. And God can do things we can't do. And then you gotta decide to change your story. So today, God, instead of being mad at you for that lost loved one, son, daughter, mom, dad, brother, sister, God, I surrender those hurt feelings. I surrender the anger to you, God. I'm tired of being mad at you, God. I'm, I'm over it, God. I need you to help me feel differently. God, I choose to view this in a light that maybe, God, through that you can do something. And today, God, I decide this, that I'm changing my story. I no longer am going to stay mad at you for something you didn't do anyway. See, often we're trying to forgive God, but he's not done anything to be forgiven for. He's done everything to forgive us. I'm changing my story, God. I'm changing who I'm becoming. Because until you forgive, you can't become who he wants you to be. And whether that's something that happened in your marriage, right, or, or maybe that's something that, that happened when you was a child from a parent, maybe, maybe a parent just, maybe there was abuse in the home. I, I don't know, and it's not easy, and I'm not making light of it, but what I'm saying is it's not about what happened to you, it's about what God can do in you. You gotta surrender those thoughts and that hurt, and you gotta say, God, I can't do it anymore. God, I can't. Sometimes we just need to get on our knees and say, God, I can't. You have to. I can't, right? And then choose to say, God, I, I trust you. I trust you, God. I choose to see it in a different way. I choose to see the fact that all that I went through, right, all that I went through, I choose to see you can take all of this that was meant for evil and turn to good. And then decide. hard to forgive myself right I mean I keep failing I keep falling over and over again 
can't say the right thing, can't do the right thing. I'm always coming up short, right? And so you find yourself with unforgiveness with, with yourself. But today is a different story because I'm surrendering those thoughts of being a failure to being a success in God's eyes. I'm surrendering those, those thoughts of how bad I am to believing about what God can do in me and how good I can become, right? And then I choose to see it differently. I choose to see it different. I choose to see not a failure, but a man that trusts God. I choose to, to not look at my past failures, but to look to my future successes. And now I decide today that I'm not going to hold myself back anymore. I decide to, to move on. Not forget. You're probably not going to forget. But when you begin to surrender, when you begin to choose and decide, you begin to remember it differently. See, now I can look at all of these things that I've been through, all of these things that have harmed me and hurt me, all of the pain of my past, because the reality is there's purpose in your pain. You know that, right? And if we can ever get to the realization that it's, this, it's not about what happened to me, it's about what God can do in me and through it, I may never forget it. But I'll definitely forgive it. And I'm going to allow God to use it to lift me up into my place of purpose. See, the very things that have happened to you, the very things that you've been through will create who God wants you to be. He will take our, our mess-ups, right, our, our failures, our screw-ups. He'll take that and turn it into good. And some of you need to know that today. He wants to take what was meant for evil and turn it into good for you. He wants to take the things that have happened to you. And he wants you to help other people go through things that, that, that you've been through. He wants to take those of you that have been through a fa failed marriage and, and, and you've, you've come back and you've, you've given your, your life and your marriage back to God. And maybe it's a, a, a new marriage or maybe it was a, a reconciled marriage. He wants you to help somebody else. He wants to take what happened and he wants to turn it into good. That's what he wants for you today. He wants you to forgive and move forward. Bow your heads and close your eyes today. Maybe you're in here and you, you struggle with forgiveness. You struggle with letting things go. Whether that was from people that have done things to you, whether that was from just situations in your past, maybe it's just you and you hadn't been able to forgive yourself. If that's you, just, just slip your hand up across the room. I'm struggling with unforgiveness today. Yeah, hands going up. I need to forgive some people today. I got to let go of some things today. Yeah, raise them up high. Nobody's looking around. It's just me and you. We're going to say a prayer in just a moment, and we're going to go back into a time of worship and prayer. And what I want you to do is I want you just to come to this altar and pray with a prayer partner. Allow them to agree with you and begin to, to step into that process of knowing that it's not about what happened, but it's about what God is doing. Surrendering, choosing, and deciding. Father, you see the hands in this place today. God, have your way. 
My prayer is that people will leave here today letting go of the very things that are holding them back, choosing to see things in a different way and deciding to change the story. God, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about Compassion Church Dixon, go to our website, CompassionDixon.Church. If you would like to become a monthly financial partner, go to our website and click Give. Join us on Sundays, in person, or online, and be sure to follow us on social media. Also, be sure to share this episode with someone or online and tag us. Until next time.